Good morning and welcome to Green Tea Conversations, the radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you the local experts who share their progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Broffle, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I'm honored to bring these experts to you. In our studio today, we have Don Morningstar, who has been with us in the past, uh, she is the author of Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. Don was one of our first guests way, way back in January <laughs> when we first started the show. And at that time, you had kind of shared with us your premise on the book and how it's used to help women in true transformation. Today, Don has taken transformation to a whole new level by founding a nonprofit called Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation. Welcome back to the show, Don. Thank you. It's a joy to be back with you, Candy. <laughs> and I'm so excited for you to be able to tell people about Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation. So to start us off, let's start off by just telling us what it is and kind of how this all came about for you. Well, after having been a life coach for women for almost 30 years, I saw certain patterns within women in regard to um, a lack of self-worth and um, really kind of cracked the code on what could be done about that. And so I worked with women who could afford to come to my groups and gatherings and could co coach with me one-on-one. -on -one. And a friend of mine, in a, going on a walk one day, said, what about all the women who could really benefit from what you're doing, but don't have the funds or resources. And then she said, what about women in prison? Wow. And it just struck me in a way that I could feel it palpably in my body. And so she had a connection with someone who worked in a halfway house, which is that transition period between federal or state prison until a woman is released. And so I began um, reaching out to them and ended up teaching a class there and um, pursued it. Excuse me, and then saw that it was really important to have other people in this mission with me as well. It was bigger than just me doing it by myself. And so then I was led to see what it would look like to have a foundation. I had never done anything like that before. Well, and it's not easy to start a nonprofit, to start a foundation. Oh, my goodness. No, it's really not. And there are levels and steps to it. And I was very blessed to have a woman who immediately got on board, um, who is uh, an attorney and a nonprofit attorney who worked for Make-A-Wish Foundation and Habitat for Humanity as their legal counsel. And she's on our board of directors and is a dear friend. And I don't know what we would do without Tammy. And her name is? Her name is Tammy Block or Tam Tamara a block if you're going to look her up. She's an incredible person and um, you know I know lawyers get a bad rap sometimes <laughs> but she is but just amazing. No. <laughs> so how long did it take you actually from start to finish to mm. when you kind of the idea came about and then working with Tamara to kind of put that together because there are many different steps mm -hmm. to starting a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I would say that it's a little hard to answer that question because it was not a concentrated effort every single day. But with a process started about two and a half years ago where we got together. Um, I, I formed a little focus group, so to speak, because I didn't know exactly how to do this and what to do. I had the vision for sure. I had the tools um, to use in the prisons or to use in the halfway houses. But I just didn't have all of the structure that was needed. So Tammy did a strategy day with us about two and a half years ago. There were, um, I think, six or seven of us who got together and spent a day focusing on what would this look like. And so that was two and a half years ago. And then um, we formed um, the foundation in January of 2019. So we're so still pretty new. It's pretty new, but it's um, really kind of escalating quite quickly. Oh, yes. Just so the listeners know I am one of the board members on Venerable Women Empowerment <laughs> Foundation and very happy to be a part of that. Um, but 
now you are actually uh, going in and working with people who are in that transition. Yes, I am. So tell us a little bit about that. What were what were some of your, I guess, learning points as uh, you were going in? Very, very good question. And before I answer that, I, I want to say what an honor and a joy it is to have you on our board. You bring so much to us, and I'm very, very grateful. Oh, well, that's so nice. I'm always happy to see you walk in that door when we have our <laughs> meetings. So um, what I've learned um, is that... I thought that um, I could bring one of the wonderful programs that I teach into the facility, whether it be a prison or halfway house or shelter, and um, bring it and that it would have great value for everyone and everybody would be happy. What I did not realize, but I do now, is that Many of the women, and and by the way, I only work with women because that's my area of specialty. There are men in these facilities, but they're separated onto different floors and so on. But um, what I learned is that many of the women have uh, are very vulnerable. They have been lied to. They have uh, been disappointed by people. They have been let down by people. They have been misled. And so it's very important for any organization that works with um, people in who are vulnerable in these ways to really establish trust and relationships mm-hmm. with them. So I ended up volunteering in their clothing closet, which is where when donations of clothing are given, um, I would go in and um, put them on hangers and all of that sort of thing. And in me being there, then the women saw that I was there to help. We would chat a little bit. In my case, things moved very quickly because the minute that we all started talking, they knew there was something there for them. Yeah, they could feel it right they away. They could feel it right away. And so <laughs> we began meeting immediately. And um, it has been such a joy for me as well to be able to take my life's work in into an arena where uh, some of the women have never had anything like this before. One small example is, um, you know, when I suggested to the women or offered to the women that they ask themselves internally, what do I need? They all said the same thing. They had never asked themselves what they needed. Mm -hmm. So that's one very small but important lesson that can be learned. And it's something I practice myself as well. It's not like I'm going in and, you know, like um, in a hierarchical way and saying, here, do this. This is my practice and the practice of many other women in the Venerable Women organization. So what is uh, what organization are you working with then? So you're going into what? Um, it's called VOA Rosedale Reentry Center, and uh, excuse me, Roseville Reentry Center, um, and uh, it is a halfway house for those transitioning out of federal and state prison. Okay, and VOA is Volunteers Volunteers of America. Of America. Okay. It's a wonderful organization. And so that's where I am now. And then I just met with Breaking Free, which is an organization that supports women getting out of sex trafficking, which is another form of prison. Because And so I will be working with them or our organization will be working with them as well. And I was also invited to um, reach out to Shakopee Women's Prison. So that is in the in the making right now. So. I've learned that we need to take these things step by step, obviously, and make sure that we understand the population that we're serving in a really um, profound way, because then we can be of a really high level service to them because they have very unique needs and challenges. And you've had to go through, I mean, you've had to go through a background check. You've yes. had to... Fingerprinted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to go through some training yes. in order to be, able to, work into, be able to work in the organization. And so a part of this with the Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation is that the goal would be that some of the people who you've trained yes. through Venerable Women would also be able to do that. But yes. you're kind of leading us into this you're leading this group of people by being the first one to go in and really yes kind of get a good feel of what it's like 
Because there'll be a lot of training, I'm sure, for you that you will have to share with the people who you're training yes. to prepare them to go in. Absolutely true. Uh, you have a really good handle on this. Uh, the Venerable Women... Um, organization, uh, what we do is we train women to become leaders. We call them luminary leaders. And uh, I've been doing this now for the past few years, and that grew out of women who had studied um, the principles in my book, Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. And so I formed classes around that, and at the end of those classes, we could see that leaders were emerging from that group, and they were women who wanted to share this message and similar message to other groups. And so I, um, in training these luminary leaders, I teach them what I'm learning. And you're absolutely right. I felt it was important for me to go in first because how could I train people to do this if I didn't know, right. if I was just guessing what it was. So yes, I am the person going in now, and there is a luminary leadership group that um, just started a week ago uh, that goes for six weeks. Uh, this is a new group of luminary leaders, and so I'm able to share my wisdom about what I've learned by being there myself with them. So their learning curve will be very short when it comes time for them to go into these prisons, shelters, and halfway houses. So, Don, for people who want to learn more about the foundation and what it is that you do, how where can they find you? Um, it's VenerableWomenEmpowerment.org. Okay, Venerable is V-E-N-E-R-A-B-L-E, VenerableWomenEmpowerment.org. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Don, and we're going to get into a little bit more about how she is utilizing the principles of her book in helping the people in these transitions. So to read an online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You're listening to Green Tea Conver- M950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We will be right back. Total Dog is celebrating our sixth birthday, and our valued customers are getting the gifts. On Saturday, August 24th, we'll be giving double frequent Barker card punches on all purchases. Check out our dollar sale, where nothing will be over $10. We'll have instant win drawings on Kong toys. See you at Total Dog on Saturday, August 24th, between 9 and 6. Happy birthday to us in New Hope off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at TotalDogCompany.com. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, window, and insulation contractor in the metro. Ryan is so excited about working with AM950 and our listeners that he wants to help us grow. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. I was friends with Chad long before I started marketing with him. I was a bit skeptical of radio advertising before Chad convinced us to run ads. The advertising's been so successful, we want to help the station grow. We've absolutely loved working with the listeners of AM950, and we all know how extreme important this radio station is to the community. To help AM950 grow this summer, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to follow, engage, share, and interact on the AM950 social media platforms. Together, we can all work to ensure AM950 continues to thrive and grow in our communities. We stand by our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. For a free estimate or more information on our financing, call 612-333-SNAP or check us out online. A fantastic lunch is waiting for you at Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Crystal. Start with their delicious wings, Milton-style, buffalo, barbecue, or naked. Or try their famous barbecue rib nachos. They've got great lunch options like their grilled sandwiches, the ribeye, the chicken, and the portobello mushroom. Try the fantastic fried egg with asparagus and kibata and their jerk chicken sandwich. Or change it up with a Milton's Cobb salad, a chopped jerk chicken salad, or their warm and satisfying soups. Lunch today will be delicious if you head to Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Friendly Crystal. If you're someone that counts on AM 950 to bring you the latest in progressive politics, news, and talk, remember, we can't do it alone. Support our many great advertisers and let them know you heard about their business on AM 950. If you don't know who to talk to, simply write AM 950 on your receipt. AM 950 is supported by small local businesses, so you're not only helping us and those businesses, but our local economy as well. For a complete list of our sponsors, log on to am950radio.com. 
Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They've built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and design jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the experts who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Broffel, and today we are talking with Don Morningstar, the founder and executive director of Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation and author of the award-winning book, Venerable Women Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. So, Don, before the break, we were starting to talk about the work that you're doing now in the in the um, transitions mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. between prison and for people who are coming out of prison and transitioning Correct. back into into their lives. And I'm curious as far as what are some of the things that you learned that you're learning about that maybe you didn't realize before you went before you started doing this work? Well, I realized how much judgment I and others can have about people who have been incarcerated, that they're somehow different than us, and they're absolutely no different than us whatsoever. These are people who have made mistakes in their lives and have gotten caught and incarcerated, and they've paid the price for mm-hmm. their crimes. Um, I also learned that it was really important for me, on that, in that same vein, it was important for me not to to ask them or even know the women that I'm working with why they were incarcerated. I didn't want to look at them any differently. I wanted to see them as my sisters. And I felt like if I knew what they had done, that maybe that would in some way just kind of lay beneath the surface, and I did not want that. I wanted to look at them with eyes of love and equality and respect. Mm -hmm. And so um, they love that I never ask them, and um, that's been very important to them. And um, I've also really observed the fact that as wonderful as many programs are that are in prisons, the overall prison system itself is still very oppressive and punitive rather than being supportive and restorative. So the system isn't going to change overnight, although there are a lot of people who are working on making changes in the overall prison system. But um, this is something we can do that is restorative to people's lives and gives them real tools and hope for, for their future. Mm-hmm. And so I feel really, um, I feel so grateful that I can be a part of that because everybody needs a fresh a fresh start. Right, right. And I think it's important for, for all of us to remember, we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I've said many times, but for the grace of God, go I. Yes, <laughs> me too, Candy. <laughs> there have been things that, you know, may not have turned out as well. For sure. <laughs> as they did, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, we all make mistakes. We all have things that we wish we wouldn't have done. Yes. Um, we all have things that we've had to take in the consequences for. Yes. But when we continue to shame people or label them mm-hmm. um, for those mistakes, and, and so, you know, it's kind of human nature for us to try to, I don't know, somehow feel better yeah. <laughs> about ourselves yeah. if we can kind of label somebody else as, you know, we would never do that. We would mm-hmm. never be that. Mm-hmm. But when we continue to do that, we're, we're really doing an injustice to our whole society. Yes. So what is it about the restorative part of what you're doing that mm-hmm. you see can make the biggest difference in people's lives? Well, I believe that when we look at people with the eyes of respect and dignity, that helps them see that about themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, I also know that many of the people I've worked with, um, you know, not unlike uh, others who have not been incarcerated, but many of the people have had really, truly challenging backgrounds. I mean, the stories can be just so sad beyond words. And terrifying in some cases and to be able to 
understand that if a person doesn't have those strong roots to begin with, then how could they have a strong moral compass or even a sense of their own self-worth? And so the restorative part, as I see it, is being able to help people see what's already inside of them. Mm -hmm. This isn't something that needs to be bestowed upon another person. We all have the potential for greatness inside of us. It's just that some people have either never been told that or they were told that that was absolutely not true about them or they um, had you know, their own belief in themselves knocked out of them over the years through experiences and so on. So restoring people's own faith in themselves is something that the Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation is really committed to doing. And again, we can't give what we don't have ourselves. So everyone on our board and in our organization practices these same principles as well of really um, you know, honoring ourselves and loving ourselves. And it's a practice because it <laughs> we can easily go the other way. <laughs> and that's actually the first principle that you mm-hmm. teach in yes. the Best Life Program. So the Best Life Program is a program that you develop specifically yes. for the women going through transition. Yes. So tell us about that first principle, which is relationship with self. Yeah, I'd love to. So um, I felt that um, rather than uh, bringing the women into the very... intricacies and depths of my book, which can be a little heady for people. Um, Not heady, but it's for people who have been on a spiritual path for sure. That what I would do is not dumb it down in any way, because it's not dumbed down, but simplify it in a way that I could capture a few of the concepts from the book. So the BEST Life Program is, uh, BEST is the acronym for Boundaries, Empowerment, Self-Worth, and Transformation. Oh, I like that. And so, and the women love that. They Mm -hmm. love that. And so um, we start off talking about empowerment and that empowerment is not something that somebody else gives you. It's something that you reach inside of yourself and you self-empower. And that's a brand new concept for many of these women. They were looking at some for someone or something or some situation or whatever to help them have self-worth. As many of us do. Absolutely. Yes, I Absolutely. mean it's it's a, kind of a common thread. Yes, throughout our entire society, not just women, no. men, everyone. Right, but it is a huge thing. Yes, that once it is. you start to understand that, mm-hmm. how different it can the differences that can be made in your life. Absolutely true. And so that's a big aha for many women is, oh, I get to empower myself. And one of the ways that I teach them to do that is that simple question of asking, what do I need? And like I said before, many women have never asked themselves, what do I need? They're always looking at how can I serve? What can I give to others? And so just the fact of being aware of what you need for your body, mind, spirit, and heart Um, is really a way of for the women to feel whole because when we feel whole we make better decisions and choices in our lives so and i suppose that was something that was not something that they commonly practiced oh absolutely and in a show of hands with one of the first groups that i worked with it was 28 or 30 women there and i asked them how many of them had had um no i started off by asking how many of you would like to have uh, a supportive group um in your life that gave you uh or that where you all shared these kinds of principles because i had shared some of these principles with them and every hand in the room went up and then i said how many of you had something like that before you came and not one hand went up so for people who want to learn more about venerable women empowerment go to venerablewomenempowerment.org you are listening to green tea conversations on am 950 the progressive voice of minnesota and we will be back in just a moment Chances are, after spring cleaning, you missed a spot. A couple really big spots, like your roof and siding. Run your fingers across your siding. You'll likely get a gross residue. And your roof probably has some black streaks, too. Your roof and siding aren't always easy to clean, but they're definitely the most visible parts of your home that give it its curb appeal. So let Blue Sky Services clean your roof and siding. 
Blue Sky Safe Soft Wash Method won't cause any damages and will make your home look like new. Right now, Blue Sky Services is running their summer special where you can get your whole house, roof, and siding cleaned starting at only $447. That's the most viewed parts of your home cleaned for only $447. Then mention AM950 when you call Blue Sky Services to get an additional $50 off. So get the curb appeal back on your home and call Blue Sky Services at 952-467-2447. That's 952-467-2447. It's Greek to Me is now open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Be sure to join them for lunch. With warmer weather upon us, their magnificent Grecian patio is open. It's Greek to Me is located on the corner of Lake and Lindell at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at itsgreektomemn.com. In addition to free side street parking, there is metered cross street parking and a toll lot behind the restaurant along Garfield Avenue, as well as the Dulanos parking lot on Lake Street in Garfield. Hackers, ransomware, security breaches. As I speak, cybercriminals are stepping up their attacks on businesses like yours. Hi, Mark Sommerfeld of Rymark. Rymark has the expertise and experience necessary to navigate your company to safe water. We launch our process with a network security assessment. We'll uncover the hidden threats to your business and provide you with a map to peace of mind. And it's free. Call 651-328-8900 or go to rymarkit.com to schedule your free security assessment today. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-647-1579. 1-800-647-1579. That's 1-800-647-1579. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today will be mostly cloudy with a high near 76. While tonight's clear with a low around 56. Tomorrow's sunny with a high near 80. Tuesday partly sunny with a high near 84. Wednesday sunny with a high near 78. And Thursday sunny with a high near 78. During standard heating and air conditioning state fair sale, you can get a new AC for just $2,400 with the purchase of a new high efficiency furnace. Restrictions apply. Learn more about this great state fair sale at standardheatingdeals.com. Standard heating and air conditioning, comfort you deserve. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health and well-being with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Don Morningstar, the founder and executive director of Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation and author of the award-winning book, Venerable Women Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. So, Don, just before the break, we were starting to talk about the program that you use uh, for women in transition who are leaving prison and going back into society. And uh, they're at that trans transition point mm -hmm. and a program that you developed through the foundation that you are going into different programs and teaching. Mm -hmm. And uh, the program is called Best Life. And again, BEST stands for? It's Boundaries, Empowerment, Self-Worth, and Transformation. And we were talking about the first principle, which mm -hmm. is relationship with self. Right. And I know that there is yet uh, one more aspect of right. this that we want to get into with a uh, relationship with self and that is value right and um, just for the logical minds out there uh, the acronym is BEST and we but we start with empowerment because the the um, empowerment piece is the foundation um, and so within that is the asking what we need which is what we had talked about before the break and the second part is um, what do I value 
And then we move into that B, which is boundaries. And I lead the women in a um, what I call the upper room exercise, which is they ascend a golden staircase. This is a meditation that I do with them where they access and really take a look at what they value in their lives. Is it honesty, love, truth, compassion, uh, connection? What is it that they value? Because you can't protect your values if you don't know what you value. And that is what a boundary is, is really in venerable women, we see it a little differently. It's not as much what we want to keep out, but what we want to protect and keep whole within us, which is what we value. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. So how can you, so understanding that, then what are some of the things that you can teach people about boundaries and about setting boundaries? Mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, again, that's probably one of the biggest issues we face Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. as women, as men too, but as women especially, is being able to have very clear boundaries. Yes. Um, not only, and most of the time it's with the people who are closest to us. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, that can be very challenging, as we all know, the people closest to us, but it's not impossible. We have to teach people how to treat us. That's mm-hmm. something that um, really is uh, so profoundly important, is teaching people how to treat us. And so what I practice myself and teach others to do is to once you have really taken a look at what you value and you get clear on those values you write them down you get very familiar with them it's very simple how to make decisions and set boundaries moving forward you ask yourself does this whatever that this is does it align with my values right if the answer is yes you move forward if the answer is no you do not it is that simple. It doesn't mean that it's easy. easy. <laughs> but you know, Simple, but not always easy. <laughs> this is all a practice, and we're yes. going to take action anyway. Why not take actions that lead us in the direction of our wholeness? And I think one of the, you know, one of the important things is we are constantly teaching people how to treat us, yeah. whether it's good or bad. Absolutely. So we just have to understand that what we're doing is actually is actually teaching them it's okay right so if if it's if we're being treated in a way we don't like it's because we've taught people that that's okay so now we have to teach something different yes and that is that is again a simple concept but not easy yeah and the thing to keep in mind that might make it a little easier for us is we don't just do this for ourselves we do this for those that we are modeling this behavior to as well because what it does is it lets them sometimes they'll step back and say well I, i never thought i could say no to this thing or that thing and so we end up modeling good behavior for other people and that raises them up and to me that is one of the great benefits of living our highest and best lives is people who are ready to do that they're going to want to know how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never go around and proselytize and try to get people to do it. But if they're curious about it, it this works. I mean, it 100% works. Right. People see it in you and they, mm-hmm. they strive to have that in themselves. So yes. they'll ask. Right? Yes. They're going to ask you to teach them how to do that. Yes. And, and it is something that you can change. You can change generations. Absolutely. Of being treated badly generations of people before you who were you can change it for the generations coming up behind you yes and some say that by us healing and changing in this generation we are healing past generations as well because we make them look good because we're here on their behalf (laughs) so now the second part of the best life Mm -hmm. program is our relationship with the higher well, um, I want to say God, but well, um, we're we're on um, the B of the best life, which was boundaries, and then if we move into self worth, which would be the next part of this, uh, that's where we are learning to do what is ours to do, no more, no less. And there's a whole philosophy around that wow. because many times women are, and I say women because um, although there are some men who do this, it really is more common for women to um, 
really overdo things. We we want to some we do it sometimes because we want to have approval from others. Sometimes we do it because we're avoiding doing what we know we need to do for ourselves. We don't like mm-hmm. to admit that, mm-hmm. but it's a form of avoidance. And so the idea is to do that which is ours to do, no more, no less. And there's again, there's a lot more to be said about this. But sometimes we don't do enough for ourselves, and sometimes we do too much for other people. So the idea is to get that balance right. And once we do a sense of self-worth, because we know internally, don't we all know what we are supposed to be doing? We really do. Like when it's tax time, you know, you're supposed to be doing those, uh, you know, getting those receipts together or whatever it may be, or that, you know, load of laundry that's sitting. And so what happens is um, when we do the things that we know we are supposed to be doing for our own good, um, then our minds says, oh yeah, she said that was important and she did it. And so it it gives the mind evidence that we are worthy because we are keeping our word to ourselves. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. So what does it mean to know less? Uh, To To do do, no more. I'm sorry. to to to, To do no more. Well, that's where sometimes we can get really involved in other people's lives Mm -hmm. and do more than what is even healthy for them. Um, We can overdo it. We can insert ourselves in situations that really are not our business, but we do it in the guise of being, but I'm I'm just helping is what we say. Um, And is our help really needed? That's a question to ask. And does it line up with our values going back to our boundaries? Are we overstepping somebody else's boundary? You know, sometimes the best thing we can do is to let somebody do what they need to be doing on their own to figure it out. If we're telling people what to do or how to do it, especially adult children or teenagers and that sort of thing, (laughs) um, we're not really helping them as much as we think we are. So that's a case of doing more than is necessary. So that helps with our self-worth because we are being really true to what we need in the world and what we are here to do in the world and not overdoing it or underdoing it. Very good. So what is T? T is transformation. And when we transform ourselves, we are transforming the world. Think about it this way. We are all one. We hear that expression so much. It really is true. We are all one energy. All humanity is one energy. And when we raise the frequency of our energy by feeling good about ourselves, by being whole, by doing well in the world, by feeling love and joy and happiness and prosperity and all of that, when we do that, we are raising the vibrational frequency of all of our brothers and sisters. And like we said before, we are modeling what it looks like to be a whole and healthy human. So one of the things I think is interesting, and I saw this a lot when I worked in higher education. So mm-hmm. uh, for years I worked with a um, state and community college, a state community college and tribal college. And one of the things that I saw are people that go through transformations, mm-hmm. right? They come into college and all of a sudden they gain this this sense of worth of themselves. They, you know, they have more confidence. They have more like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. But they start to see some of their relationships fall away. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that this happens as well. I mean, it happens with all of us, right? Yes, yes. That there is, once we start to transform, some relationships just, I always say, are no longer in alignment. That's right. And that is absolutely true. And in the case of some of the people who are incarcerated, when they're coming out, they really need to let go of many toxic relationships because that's what, in some cases, got them in trouble in the first place. And many of them are extremely aware of that. Like some of them will say, I'm not moving back to my hometown when I get out because I don't want to run into the same people and do the same behavior. And so overall, as a general rule, though, when we start making changes and stand in, you know, the like in our own empowerment and all of that, there are going to be some people in our lives who are not going to like it. And um, the thing that we can do about that is 
you know, stay connected with them in ways that are meaningful for us, but that do not diminish us in any way. Mm-hmm. Our playing small does not help anything at all. Marianne Williamson wrote a beautiful poem about that. But um, the idea is for us to remember that our transformation helps the transformation of the world because what we're doing is we're adding more light to the world. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, naturally some relationships will fall away, but that's okay. It doesn't mean that we are uh, pushing people out of our lives. Sometimes it just naturally happens because people aren't going to want to hang with us because we're not doing the old, dark, shadowy behaviors that we used to because we've grown. And it can seem kind of scary. And it can seem, you know, very um, sad in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. because sometimes these relationships are people you've been very close to for most of your life. Can be family members, can be other things, um, can be people you grew up with Mm -hmm. but it's important to remember that this happens in all of our lives yes it does that there are people who come in for a season yes people who come in for a reason (laughs) and a lifetime right and people who come in for a lifetime (laughs) and so just allowing that to let go Mm -hmm. and then loving that for what it was right and the flip side the beautiful part of this candy is that we start attracting amazing other people who are more aligned with us right so the people who can be brought into our lives that's where the empowerment really comes in yes so uh people can go to so our listeners can go to venerablewomenempowerment.org to learn more about what you're doing yes when we come back i'm going to ask you how can we get involved how can we really start to support the work that you're doing To read the online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on Apple or Google Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Tom Hartman here for All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that you save more if you wait, but waiting to switch can actually cost you more. While tax rebates make solar affordable, those rebates are often limited and decrease over time. So when you wait, you risk losing some of the incentives that make solar so easy to afford today. And besides, the sooner you get your All Energy Solar system, the sooner you reduce or even eliminate that high electricity bill. Make the switch today at allenergysolar.com. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 Radio on Monday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. This week's show starts with highlighting an idealist, federal judge Damon Keith, whose grandparents had been slaves. The big interview is with Daniel Blake, an idealist who will share an incredible story of survival and reprogramming following a series of strokes. I promise Dan will inspire you. I've got a vision of a better world where everyone has a place at the table. Ellie 2.0 Radio, engaging in real on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, I'm Peter Solak. And I'm Adam Ostrowski. We are here at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces to talk about the joy of live fire cooking. Cooking over a live fire is the oldest and most basic form of cooking. What's new is in the way a fire is handled and its heat is managed. It's easier to experience and enjoy the smell and taste of food cooked over a live fire. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces sells and installs live fire grills, fire pits, and ovens. Let us help you experience the smell, the taste, the fun of cooking with fire. Pizza was first made and is still best made in an open fire oven. The radiant and conductive heat of a live fire is unmatched for wood roasting and baking artisan breads too. Come see the many ways you can cook over a live fire. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces has over 35 working wood and gas units on display at the corner of East Franklin and Riverside Avenue in Minneapolis. More information at woodlandstoves.com. Find the fire that works for you. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. The Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul is the perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Offering daily fresh seafood specials, fire-roasted meats, exquisite pizza, and half-price bottles of wine on Mondays and Tuesdays, except on Excel Energy event nights. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, extensive wine list and bar, you'll be back for more. Gift certificates and private dining room for parties available. Located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. 
Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at Seward.coo. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Broffel, and today I'm talking to Don Morningstar, the founder and executive director of Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation. She is also the author of the award-winning book, Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. So, Don, we have been talking about the book, and this is all of the principles that you're talking about today mm-hmm. are principles that are throughout the book, plus a whole lot more. Yes. So you have uh, something in the book called the V-attitudes. Yes. And those are, is it 10? There are 12 of them. Wow. So it's the 12 venerable attitudes. And venerable means worthy of honor, love, and respect by virtue of wisdom and experience. That's that wonderful part that is within each person, that part where we really are worthy. And these 12 Beatitudes are 12 principles that are really based on ancient teachings. It's the way they're organized that people find appealing. The first four Beatitudes have to do with a person's relationship with themselves. The second four Beatitudes have to do with their relationship with their divine or a higher power, whatever they think of as their higher power. And the third have to do with their relationship with other people. And they're in that order for a particular reason that we can talk about in another <laughs> in another uh, recording. <laughs> so for people who want to pick up the book, because it, there is, there's so many, mm-hmm. so much great information mm-hmm. in there and all of the things that we're talking about today, that's just a sampling yes. of what's within that book. But for people who want to learn more, um, where can they find the book? The book is on Amazon and it is also on audible.com. I recorded it myself. Um, I didn't record it myself, but I mean, it's I, I narrate it myself. And um, it is also available on my website at venerablewomen.com. So whatever's easiest for people, um, that's that's the best way. And I do want to mention um, that we make a facial potion or facial serum, rather, uh, that all of the benefits, 100% of the profits go to the foundation. And that's on the Venerable Women website as well. And what is the name of the? It's called Facial Serum 18. And it's called that because it has 18 amazing ingredients in it it has the most luxurious feel to it (laughs) and it makes your skin feel amazing so so that's one of the products that you have now you also have events that you're doing and some different classes yes including you're going to be doing a best life for yes for for the the general general public public. yes and that uh, date will be on my um website venerablewomen.com uh what we do though is the luminary leaders who we mentioned before they teach Living love. I know there are a lot of L's here, but living love <laughs> is the deep dive into those 12 Beatitudes that we just talked about. And it's a really wonderful way to connect with other like-hearted women. And at this point, the gatherings are all women's circles. But these luminary leaders teach these principles and have these beautiful circles. And so those will be listed on my website as well, where you can find a circle near you. Um, We also, um, you have to have completed living love in order to Uh, qualified to become a luminary leader. Um, We also will be, um, our Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation will have a booth at the Women in Spirituality Conference, which is coming up September 21st and 22nd in Rochester, and that's womenandspirituality.org. That is going to be a fabulous event. So we will be there. And um, we also have another event coming up um, on October 13th called Living in a Sacred Dimension. And all of this is on the website uh, venerablewomen.com oh my goodness that's great 
You also have a podcast on Venerable I Women. I do. And so you you interview different people. Yes. Um, so tell us a bit about the podcast. Well, I love doing the podcast because it's called Venerable, just the word Venerable, and it's available any place podcasts are available. And it is um, the subtitle to that is um, Women's Sacred Conversations. And so it's very much like w- what we are doing, you and I, Candy, right now, having a sacred conversation. Um, uh, and it's not... Um, the message messages that we do are for everyone, but we really focus on the perspectives and voices of women because for many, many years, women's voices were not heard at the level that they um, really needed to be. And so I'm doing what I can about that. So that's the podcast, Venerable. I love doing it. It's so much fun. And you have a lot of them uh, archived on your site. I do. So people yes. can go in and listen to many different conversations. Yes. That and happened. meditations, too. I lead meditations sometimes, too, which people like oh that's great Mm -hmm. so the important thing though for us to talk about is how can we support the venerable women empowerment foundation well, I think by starting off by going and visiting the website, because then you can find out everything you might want to know about what we're doing. Donations are greatly, greatly needed. And from time to time, we do bra drives. I know that sounds like a silly thing, but to the women, it is very important. When women are in um, prison, they are not allowed to wear regular bras. They can only have sports bras because the regular bras, the underwire can be used for nefarious purposes. And so when they come out, it's really important for them to feel normal again. And so we did a bra drive and collected many, many bras. And um, my, I like to think of it this way, support comes in many ways, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so How when we, we have bra you? drives, yes, when we have bra drives, people can donate bras. But we really can use funding because um, obviously we need to pay people who are doing this. We want to pay for the programming. And we give gifts to the women in prison as well that have to be paid for. Like we give them, um, like in one case, they they said that they really wanted crystal gemstones, that that would be important to them. So I went and purchased them crystal gemstones. Um, We bought them seeds for starting a garden uh, so that they could grow fresh fruits and vegetables. And so um, the money is really important, and you can make a donation right on the VenerableWomenEmpowerment.org website. And it would be so greatly appreciated. You know that you would be helping people truly change their lives. The Dalai Lama said the world will be saved by the Western woman. I think that the women coming out of prison are a big part of this equation. Yes, definitely. So what are some of the, um, they can also find you on Facebook. Yes, um, uh, Venerable Women Facebook page, yes. There is a Venerable Women Facebook page. We don't have a Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation page yet, but we will. Okay, but even sharing the message, uh, sharing the message with other people and letting them know that's so important to the work that you're doing, and especially as a new nonprofit organization just starting up. I mean, you're catching momentum very, very quickly. Yes, we are. We really are because we have something that people see the, they see the value in it because it's very unique in some ways and it's very practical as well. Yes, and very, very important. Mm-hmm. Well, Don, thank you so much for being with us today. I just uh, really want to tell you how much I appreciate your coming in and sharing with us what Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation is. And for people who want to learn more, they can go to your website? Uh, VenerableWomen.com or VenerableWomenEmpowerment.org. Either one, and you'll get where you want to go. <laughs> okay. And thank you for joining our conversation today as we Awaken to Natural Health. To read the online edition of Natural Awakenings magazine or to check out our complete online calendar of events, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com or on Apple and Google Podcasts. You've been listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950 and I'm wishing for you a lovely day.